Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is best friends to all gender types, so please don't get mad at us, ladies. Yes. We've hit the midpoint of our voyage through this theatrical realm of musicals, and we had to really look at the choices we had for our final two films. With us today is the man investigating the actors, Hassa. Hello. And I am the man that will judge them in a terrible French accent. Ha ha, Chris. And now the French people are going to be mad at was us. Was that your French accent? It was. Ha ha. <laughs> this is my impression of a French goose. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we at Recasted really like to challenge ourselves, we, which causes copious amounts of stress. But we do it for you, the listeners, so be appreciative. Mm-hmm. So, not only did we think, hey, what if we recast a film? Let's choose a musical. Attempt to recast an icon. Attempt to recast an iconic scene. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you. So, here we go as we start the music and recast Gentlemen's Prefer Blondes. Yeah. Marilyn. A Marilyn movie. The first Marilyn movie we've done. Well, yes. Not because the first Marilyn movie. No, not the first Marilyn movie, but the first one we've done. Yes, the first one we've done. Ah, Marilyn. All right. This is my first time watching this movie. Same. What'd you think? I liked it. It was, um, it was good. It's definitely a movie from the 1950s. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got weird pacing and weird plot conveniences and... (laughs) It's such a... It's a weird story... In in and of itself, like, it's the whole, we're going to Paris on the yacht because of this guy that I want to marry, but his dad won't let me. But while we're on the yacht, stuff happens. Mm -hmm. And then we run into Piggy. Yep. And the tiara, which is just a weird one. And then, like, the whole, like, end of the scene where it's like, here, he has the tiara. Okay, give it to the judge. The judge gives it to the lawyer yeah lawyer gives it back and they're like okay case dismiss that's that's probably well, not how that works it, it's <laughs> or it, the insurance guy it is because the whole point was the fact that she stole it but he had it so how could she have stolen it that's my point and it did did she steal it no, or he clearly he gave, gave it, it to her, her. and yeah. even the recording would have shown that like i thought they were going to bring out the recording and then the french judge was gonna be like oh no this guy gave it to her yeah that giant recording thing that he had <laughs> hidden behind the curtain that was great it's like a suitcase recorder is <laughs> like boom <laughs> boom <laughs> glad nobody <laughs> noticed this <laughs> nobody ever goes behind the curtain yeah. oh my goodness yes oh, but this is a interesting movie mm-hmm. um I, you know, I wish Danielle was here, but to give her two cents. Um, but like the the ending of it is a little weird. I know we had a bit of a talk about it because like, you know, she says, "Well, of course I'm marrying him for his money." Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but I hold on. I'm, I like that speech. Yeah. So do I. I thought it was well done because it's like, and if I was your sense. daughter, would you not want me not only to marry for love, but to be well off like yeah anyways yes because it's just like and like they don't bring it up but like there's no way that what's his name gus isn't marrying marilyn because she's pretty mm-hmm. like that's the only reason he's marrying her so why yeah. why can't she marry him for his money 
Yeah. But she does say, well, if I do also love them. If they be happy, them. then they can be yeah. happy, right? That is, that's true. You know, being pretty is just icing on the cake. Being rich is also just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Like, if you already love them, if you already have feelings for them, then, yeah. you know. So, I also had to look up, because I didn't know if it was actually Marilyn singing. Yes. And I don't know why I didn't know if Marilyn could sing. Apparently she can. She can well. Very well. Um, there is part of it she doesn't sing, though, right? Yes. I don't are know those if in your Are those in Chris's fun facts? Yes. Okay. So. I do I do have some fun facts on that. So, so This we'll movie come did come out in 53, August of 53. I couldn't find a date. I only could find August. August. The whole month. <laughs> Just kept coming out. Um, it has a very high Rotten Tomatoes score of 98% for critics mm-hmm. and 83% for audiences. So it's a well-liked film. Yes. Um, so it's also very like I I didn't know this until I actually looked it up in the fun facts. But um, Jane Russell, who plays the other, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember the name. Hold Dorothy. on, Dorothy. Dorothy. Like those two together were really well done. Oh yeah. Like they played off each other they had very really well. Good chemistry. Yeah. So that was that was good, and I didn't know this was their first and only film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the ending. The ending just has that weird, we're going to have a double wedding, and we're going to dress the same, and it's going to be on the ship on the way back, and all this stuff. And I was like, it to me, that doesn't feel right for Dorothy. And like, that whole, like, we made a connection. For me, it doesn't feel right for Marilyn's character. Because, like, knowing her, she'd probably want the big wedding with the... She'd want diamonds on... Everything fancy, and, you know, every all eyes on her type of thing. Yeah, it's just a weird, yeah. a weird one. But they had to wrap it up somehow. True. And the girls can't not be married, or it would have been weird. <laughs> you know. How do you solve a problem like Maria? You marry her off. <laughs> marry her off <laughs> to this man who is clearly older than her. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you want some fun facts? Yes, let's fun fact it up. Okay, so some fun facts from Chris. Really, IMDb, but from Chris. <laughs> Um, the first one, which I actually really like and I will be incorporating into my changes, is Marilyn Monroe reportedly suggested the line, I can be smart when it's important, but most men don't like it. I have. That actually was a really good line, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Not for the reason that it's very, like, men are assholes, but uh, for a different reason. Uh, in the Ain't There Anyone Here for Love sequence, uh, Jane Russell's Fall into the Pool was an accident yeah you could tell <laughs> when howard hawks saw the dailies he kept it in the film yeah i was like watching it like because she gets clipped by the she, guy jumping yeah. over her she has like a knee to the yeah. head and you're like oh yeah but she takes it like a champ and pops oh, right yeah. back up and keeps going like, like here i go get me out of the water you can also tell because they're, like, they're laughing about it and yeah. they're trying not to to ruin the take yeah, to ruin the take yeah uh according to marnie nixon I don't know who that was. The studio initially wanted Marilyn Monroe's entire voice dubbed as they thought her voice was silly. Nixon thought that was awful as she felt Marilyn's voice suited her persona so beautifully. Nixon told the New York Times in March of 2007 that she ended up only dubbing the operatic No, No, No's at the beginning of the song and the phrase These Rocks Don't Lose Their Shape. Mm. So those are the only parts that Marilyn doesn't sing. Okay. 
Um, speaking of the relationship, the teaming of Jane Russell and Marilyn Monroe proved to be successful critically and commercially that Fox wanted to re-team the duo. A December 1954 item in the Hollywood Reporter Rambling Reporter column indicated that the studio wanted Russell and Monroe to star in the film How to Be Very, Very Popular. Monroe passed on the project because she didn't like the script. In January 1955, the studio cast uh, Cherie North as Curly, the part intended for Monroe, and Betty Grables as the storm, a Stormy Tornado, originally intended for Russell. Okay. No idea what that movie's about, but some interesting lines. That would be very, very popular. Uh, lastly, the gossip columnists tried to create a feud between Marilyn Monroe and Jane Russell, but the pair got along famously. In her autobiography, Russell credited their fast friendship to their shared zodiac signs, Gemini. Uh, Russell, who was married to Robert Waterfield at the time, recalled that Monroe, who was dating John D oh, Joe DiMaggio, my apologies, at the time, asked her what it was like to be married to an athlete. Russell told Monroe that other than the fact that athletes tend to spend a lot of time with other athletes, it's great. <laughs> and there you go. Some fun facts. Well, Marilyn was was married a couple of times. I think there was another one in there. I didn't... I, I think I missed it. There, They were planning to do either the follow-up to this movie, because there's apparently a follow-up, hmm. um, or something, but at that point, Marilyn had already passed away, and... Yeah. They, they moved on. But yeah. Yes, the tragedy that is Marilyn Monroe. Ah, she was so gorgeous. <laughs> so was Jane, though. Oh, yeah, she's... Like, they were both very attractive throughout this whole film. Mm -hmm. And their outfits were just... On point? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were so well done. Um, well, and just their attitudes. Like, it's one of those things, because these were really strong women. Yeah. Like, they pretty much led everyone around, and, yeah. And she died August 4th, 1962. Oh, okay. So, just under 10 years after this. Yeah. yeah. Died at the age of 36. So sad. Oh, I just, Marilyn. I just turned 37, so I'm officially <laughs> older than Marilyn. That's not how time works, but okay. <laughs> what do you mean? That's exactly how time works. <laughs> You don't, the time doesn't stop once you die and everyone else, <laughs> it stops I guess, <laughs> maybe. This, this is a weird conversation. She will always be 36. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I th I've only ever watched one other Maryland film. Um, what the hell was it called? Um, so like, this is like as big of a fan as I am, mm -hmm. as you probably realize, I have two photos of Maryland hanging on my walls in my house. We've um, got a couple in ours. Yeah. Oh, Seven Year Itch. That's what it was. I couldn't remember if that's what it was or the something else, but mm. I've seen that one before. But, like, I just, I absolutely love her presence, mm -hmm. right? Like, whenever she walks on the screen and whenever she talks, like, it is everything, all eyes on her type of thing. I don't know whether or not that's just because it's her or whether or not they filmed stuff that way. Well, I think but... they... they focused on her as the blonde right yeah. the blonde bombshell is her kind of character here well gentlemen, gentlemen do prefer blondes yeah, gentlemen do but like i even found her presence when she started singing because it was like her talking voice would be going she'd be you mm -hmm. know kind of the ditzy blonde mm -hmm. and then she'd start singing and you'd be like it's just yeah you're trying to be directed towards her 
Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Although they couldn't dance very well. No. But they, had, they oh. had the male chorus line of all the Olympic athletes yeah. in during that one scene. No, there was um, one of the fun facts I didn't put in, but um, because they didn't, weren't dancers, mm. they, were sing- they could sing, but they couldn't dance. So the choreographer came up with a lot of, that's why they have a lot of the moves they do are very much the same every time because it was just basically, here are the moves. This is what you can do. But apparently it also got to a point where it is very complex of what they were doing. So it was actually very hard mm-hmm. to do a lot of those moves. Well, I, I did notice that in um, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, they carried Marilyn for Around. a bunch of that. Like yeah. literally carried her up and down the yep. stairs and stuff like that. Like I wondered if it was because of her dress being too tight and she couldn't move, move that fast. But mm-hmm. it might just be because they needed her to be in these positions and yep. she wasn't going to make it there. So... Guys, Pick her just up. grab her. <laughs> Pick her up and carry her. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was, uh... Well, that was the episode. Oh, Come episode. back next week for, uh... <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to talk about this. How hard was it for you to recast Marilyn Monroe? Not hard at all. God damn it. Because <laughs> I didn't recast Marilyn Monroe. Oh. I recast Loretta Lee. Or Lorelai Lee. Lorelai Lee. Lorelai Lee. That's an actual person. <laughs> Lorelai Lee. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just... Like, you can't. No. Right? And I was like... And I needed to find somebody that would take that. It's like that. trying to recast Indiana Jones. What are you talking about? That's easy. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Brendan Fraser from the 90s. <laughs> yeah? Okay. <laughs> that would have worked. Yeah. Basically, that's what The Mummy was. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um... So, as I said, one of the things that I really found interesting in this movie was how they played Marilyn as this dumb blonde. When she clearly wasn't dumb. When she clearly wasn't dumb. Mm-hmm. But I, there's, see, I wouldn't call her dumb. I would call her... She was quite naive. Well, the tiara scene is the only one that really... The, it's the reason why I said the dumb blonde, because the tiara scene was just like... Okay, seriously. You like, don't know what a tiara is? You're trying to put it around yeah. your neck and you're like, uh-huh. oh, wait, it goes on your head? But the thing is, like, everything she did was pretty calculated. Mm-hmm. Right? So that could have been like a, hey, I'm stupid. you got to tell <laughs> me what to do. I'm right? so dumb. I want you to give me this tiara. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is where we're going to get a lot of hate mail. Yeah, but... <laughs> She did it on purpose. No, I know. Like, that was her shtick. She was all right? fascinated yeah. with diamonds. And, like, there was 100% nothing wrong with doing what she's doing. No. And None of it was illegal. She didn't steal. She didn't cheat on her fiancé. Like, no. Like, you know. Well, you know, he was showing her how a python strangles a goat. Yeah. So he was hugging her. That's so weird. But, like. I know. I know. You know. So, with that, one of the things that, that's what I'm playing this movie up more on. Yeah. And I kind of, I want to play it with the fact that it is a character, not a character, not a flaw. What am I trying to think? Characteristic of her is that she plays this blonde blonde bombshell Mm -hmm. persona, but is extremely intelligent. And so that end scene with um, Esmond Senior, the dad, yeah. where she's like talking to him and says like, you know, I can be smart when, when it suits me and blah, blah, blah. 
what I want from that is I want her to like not prove, but be like, no, one of the reasons why I was talking to Piggy the whole time is because of this diamond mine that would be this business opportunity that would like basically lay out this huge expansion plan for his business, which yeah. would make him millions and be like, no, this is how. Did you notice that his diamond mine was in Africa? Yep. And how not, not we, we don't do African mines. We don't do African diamonds anymore because of how badly they treat people. <laughs> yeah. Blood diamond right there. Could be. Um, but like having that where she gets cozy with all these businessmen because she can, she's trying of, to help. She's um, learning and Gus. Yeah. Right. And that's what she because is. Like is. She motivates Gus and he is not able to do this. No, he's not business savvy. Yeah. And I want Esmond senior to be, cause I want him to at first be like the kind of typical, like, no, you're just a gold digger, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's like, no, like this is, and then he's so impressed that he's like, oh no shit. Yeah. That's go. That's go. a totally good point, and I I had a very similar thing, but not in that spot. But I mm. I like that idea, where like yeah, he she just blatantly proves that she's the business savvy one, and that that's why they need to get married so that the business will thrive mm -hmm. under her. So yes. with him as the face, because you know the fifties sucked. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so um, for me too, like I really liked the musical numbers in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I normally like, like, uh, last couple of weeks I've talked about how we, you know, I want a big bombastic musical number and next week we're going to talk about that again because I've already pre-watched the movie. Um, but for this one, I really like the fact that they are just in the world singing and I kind of want to keep that. Right. Yeah, it just always reminds me of like, um, not enchanted. Was it enchanted? Never watched it. The one where it was like a lot, or with a Disney, Adams, where yeah. she was a cartoon character transported to New York, and uh, whatever his name is was like James Marston. How does everybody know the lyrics? <laughs> no, not James Marston. Um, um the Doctor Dreamy or whatever from Grey's Anatomy. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? I, I do. I can't remember his name though. But they like all start bursting out and singing, and he's like, "How does everybody know the lyrics to the song? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Magic, magic." Yes. No, I agree. I'll let them just like start in a song and then be like, here we go. Yeah, because they're performers, mm -hmm. right? Like it makes sense like when they have the party in the room for them to just see her to just start singing along to the record, you know. Um, and like even the scene, like the most choreographed like, hey, everyone knows the dancing is the scene where they're, she's in the gym singing yeah. to the Olympic team. But like a good choreographer could easily do that so that it's just choreographed with them working out. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like dancing. Like, this kind of looked like dancing, but, this you know. It's like, her, a muscly man. Yeah. But I would also I would also definitely try and keep it in the era, just because I want the, I want the outfits. Hmm. I want, like, those outfits were spectacular, and I want, I want more of them. Every mm -hmm. scene that those two are in, they should have different outfits. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So... I want, what was the other thing I wanted to change? So the other thing I wanted to change with this was the the whole Tiara instance. Like, I, I I want her to be, like, talking to Piggy and be like, oh, I'd love a Tiara, like, you know, because mm -hmm. he's like, what can I get you, my dear? Like, something, again, where she's given him some business advice that we don't see on screen. Mm -hmm. But he's like, oh, you know, you, you saved me something. It's like, what? She's like, I would love a Tiara, like your wife's. And him going, huh. And getting it and like giving I, it to her. I think we should see him giving it to her. But I want 
him to give it to her like outside and be like not them going together to get yeah. it been him being like oh here you go yeah and then when they get to France, that's when everything happens. And that's why she's like, no, I, I was given this. Like, this was a gift. And yeah. I'm being like, no, no, no. You can't stay at this hotel. Your credit's no good. I got a phone call from America that said your credit wasn't good. <laughs> Hold on. You believed that? What kind of a shitty hotel are you? <laughs> I just walked in with all these suitcases. You don't think we got money? Look at me. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, like I, I wanted it to be more on him because then he realizes that, which is why he was skipping town and all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? But the thing is, like, he just he's trying to avoid his wife, like, <laughs> which I kind of liked. So, yeah, <sighs> it was a, it's like I, I enjoyed this movie. I definitely, as a fan of Marilyn's, even though I've only ever seen two of her films, I um, would love to see more. I've always wanted to see um, it's that one she does with what's his name? Tom Like It Hot? Yes. Thank you. Uh, lemon. Jack Lemon? Um, sure. Ah. He's a lemon. I'm just going to look up Marilyn. Jack Lemon, yeah. Jack Lemon. Tony Curtis and Jack Lemon. That's right. Um, I've always right. wanted to see that one because I also like Jack Lemon. Um, but I just, no, it's Tony Curtis. As I said, I really do believe that she has this unbelievably good presence mm-hmm. on screen the seven year itch jump for bronze i don't know what the last one is the prince mm. in the show so yeah it's funny she's been credited for a bunch of stuff on like soundtracks yeah uh marilyn she did a lot of movies in her short little time you yeah, know, it's kind of like Elvis, though. Between four, yeah, well, it's not. Let's not compare those two. <laughs> no, but what I'm getting at is like that was the the big thing, which was just pump out movies, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. she was known as the the looker, mm-hmm. the extremely intelligent woman too. She just, I like again. I don't really know anything about her life, just because. But like, it really does seem like she had a. Shitty management. Let's put it that way. A lot of them did. Yeah. It's all about the money. Because, like, obviously she got the pills and everything from... Everybody. You know. Nobody said no. Exactly. So. It's the problem with fame and... She did end up uh, marrying Doctor Who, though, at some point. Which one? Matt Smith, of course. In, Matt, in Matt one of the Christ, in one of the Christmas episodes, okay, uh, he's doing basically a, a reverse Christmas Carol, hmm. and um, he's going back through this really Scroogey guy's life, time mm-hmm. traveling because you know that's what the Doctor does. Yeah. And he takes one Christmas, he takes this boy to Earth, and then they're at a party, and he's like, "We gotta go." I think I just proposed to Marilyn Monroe, and then he's like, "Well, no, we can't leave yet." And then he's like, "She's like, he's like, fine, Marilyn, let's get this over with." And he goes off and presumably gets married to Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Um, but she. Yeah. We're, we've talked enough about this, but like, what's her name too? The other one. Uh, Jane Russell. Jane Russell was. Oh, just as good. Just as good. And like when they. And I. Like, I know I, I laughed at it and I scoffed at it while we were watching it. But when they walk into the dining room mm-hmm. and like everybody looks at them like. That wouldn't happen, one, because mm-hmm. I've seen plenty of really, really good-looking women in my life. Mm-hmm. 
they, the world does not stop for them. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah. Um, but it's just those two together. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. I love, I love the scene where she's talking to the head waiter, I guess. And it's like, Hey, I really like this person at my table. He's like, Oh man, sweet. We've already had this. I'm like, well, you know, it really sucked because you know, I've heard people could take money to be assigned to people's tables and you know, it would really suck if I just ended up in my cabin all the whole trip. <laughs> And you'd have to give the money back. Like, they have to give the money back because they did that last time. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> and then I also really liked, you know, you know, she was, Marilyn was sitting on the deck and mm-hmm. it comes up to her and it's like, what are you doing? I'm just looking at the list of names of people on the ship. Why does that exist? Because <laughs> <laughs> it does. How did you get it? You don't want to know, but yeah. I don't know the way she the way she was holding it and what it was like. Yeah. I'm assuming that was in every person's cabin. It's like these are the people on the ship. Yeah. Like you're gonna be with them for three weeks, basically. So. And I did like the fact that Dorothy was like, "I don't want a rich guy," mm-hmm. right? Where Marilyn's like, "I'm looking for a rich guy." She's like, "No, I just want I just want love. I want a guy. Yeah. I want this this guy in the Olympic team. Yeah. All of oh, them. Oh wait, they have to go to bed at nine. Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> Who has to go to bed at night? What's a curfew? This is bull. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the list? Oh, we got to get to the changes first. Oh, the changes. Ooh, okay. I kind of talked about mine. We, we talked about it a little bit. Um, again, like as I said, I really wanted to keep the musical numbers kind of down to earth. Like I really liked the scene where they were like, hey, we don't have any money. We're going to sit at this cafe and... Start singing? Start singing and, and our cabbie just shows up. There's the cabbie. <laughs> But, like, I think that scene should have been with, like, they should have started singing and done a little show, and then people should have paid them, and they were like, let's go to a room. Like, like this is what we do. And then, because the, the next, basically, the next scene is them opening a show. Yeah. Right? Like, getting jobs. I think they need to be, along that lines, they need to be well-known uh, performers. Mm-hmm. Right? They should show up in France, and then when they're, like, they get kicked out of the hotel because... Gus Edmonds or Esmond, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, your credit's no good. They go, okay. And then they're like, well, who do we know? Well, we got an agent. Or there's a, not an agent, but they're like, we're performers. This this, this theater like, was, was was looking, yeah. looking you know. Lorelai, we've gotten ads that said we're coming to France. Come perform for us. like yeah. Or not ads, but telegraphs that said come perform for us. Let's pick we, a place and go. We have a bunch of emails. <laughs> well... I'm keeping mine in the 50s. <laughs> this electronic mail. <laughs> do, 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 do. Telegram. Yeah. But, yeah. And, as I said, I want Lorelai to be really intelligent, but play the ditziness. And you could totally play that off. Like, the way mm-hmm. I had, had it in my brain was that when when she was discussing stuff with Jane, that she was... Mm-hmm. Clearly intelligent, but when she was talking to other people, I kind of well, yes, but I kind of want her to really play it with Jane because she know Jane knows that like that's not her, and she's just like ah, it's mm-hmm. like you need to find somebody rich and blah blah blah, and be like she Jane no or Jane Dorothy, Dorothy oh, knows that like, come on, you're way smarter than this, mm-hmm. or like with the whole piggy thing where she's like he was telling me about pythons on this, and she's like Lorelai, you dumbass. <laughs> It's a setup or something. Yeah. Um, for me, it was like Piggy was just just a bad person. 
Right. He was just a old, greedy... Horny man. Horny man. Yeah. Come dance with me, lady. But the thing is, he's also a man, an old man from the 1950s, so he was probably not about to sleep with her. No. Right? His wife would have killed him. But, but not even that. Like, that's not... Like, maybe I'm just... I don't know. We don't projecting know projecting 50s values onto things, but, like, that was really not... Not from that generation. Because mm. that was the generation that went through the Depression. No. Like, that was a different generation. So. And Ernie, the detective guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the setup between him and Dorothy. I don't want the wedding right at the end with them. Because they've just met. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd rather them just be the, the maid of honor. Yeah. He, she should uh, catch the bouquet. Sure. Well, that's no, I know that's the, the general trope. movie indication that that's they're the, the next person uh-huh. to get married, right? Um, or but, you know, they do the funny thing where she's about to throw it and turns around and just hands it to her. Yeah, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> um, and I want, I like I said, I want him to play the recording at the courthouse mm-hmm. to be like, no, no, like. What I thought, what I thought at first was her getting it. Turns out it's no. It's actually, if you listen to it, it's him. Yeah. Saying, "Here you go, my dear," and walking away. Yeah. I think it should be very clear that, that she didn't take yeah. it. Yeah. Because the audience shouldn't think she did it. Mm-mm. Right. And the audience does like wonder. Well, whether you know, she because she's it. like, "Let's go get it right now." And then she hides it. And then she's like, "No, Jane, it's mine." Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd rather her just have it. Yeah. And then be like, no, Piggy gave it to me. Piggy. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many more changes really to make. Cause to for, keep... for me, it's just like I want the sets to be different. Like the sets were very plain. I'm guessing because of budget issues. Oh, like the one, sets. the one set that wasn't was the Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Oh, which was it's also shot differently yeah yeah but it was also let's just go with weird because the furniture was people the furniture people <laughs> like but uh it's just uh i think that that the, the ship needs to definitely be way more yeah, ornate like did you not needs... see that like gymnasium that was like oh massive but that was that was a gym right but like the dining room was just basically a white room it was just a, but it was a big room. Yeah, but remember what the Titanic looked like in yes. the James Cameron movie. That's what this boat should have looked like. Oh yeah, right. So that's kind of what I'm going for. Yeah, right. I want this to be a luxury liner. Like yeah, or I guess not luxury liner, but it's a no, lot. Like they're in first, but they're These, in first class. Like, they don't tell us what Edmonds do. I'm just going to assume oil, <laughs> just uh, because it's the 50s. It could be anything. Yeah. Um, well, it's because asbestos. he, he, talked, into he asbestos. talked about it from being like from the middle of the country, mm. right? Like a middle of America. Yeah. So I would assume oil um, or cattle. I guess it could have been mm, cattle at the been. time. Um, but, you know. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely them being first class mm-hmm. going and. Yeah. Mm. So, Okay. Rubbing, rubbing shoulders with the elites. Shall we talk about the director, Howard Hawks? Howard Hawks. He is known for Rio Bravo, Ooh. El Dorado, Ooh. The Big Sleep, 
The Road to El Dorado? Nope, just no. El Dorado. And Red River. Red River. Maybe. That's my singing, by the way. <laughs> um, he directed a ton of movies. Holy crap. I'm Let me guess. 47 of them. 50s? Um, between 1926 mm. and 1970. Wow. Okay, good on you, man. Yeah. So it's 50, uh, 50 years, so 40, yeah, about a movie a year. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Very impressive. Okay. Shall we get to the list of people? All the people. So let's get our pamphlets out and check these names off the list. Oh my God, this is just a boy. Let's not flirt with the boy. <laughs> Even though he's worth a bunch of money. I kind of liked the setup of that joke. That it paid off at the thing. but then... I liked that it paid off later. Yeah. Where he was like, I don't want to help you. <laughs> yeah. Why would I help you? And then, like, give me your hand, lady. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, it's so tiny. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, apparently that wasn't in the original because it was a Broadway play. This was a play. I don't know. It's based on a musical comedy by mm-hmm. yeah, Joseph Fields yeah. and Anita Luce. Ooh, Anita. Get out your Let's cross these names off. Oh my goodness, I give up. Okay. Okay. So, start with Edmund Senior. Mr. Edmund Senior shows Played up. Played by Taylor Holmes. Is it also... What? I know, because we're in the modern era, but was it also not just funny to watch him on in customs and, like, get off the plane, walk it right up to the guy, start talking to him, be like, oh, yeah, sir, your papers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be with you in a sec. Yeah. Nowadays, if you sneeze the wrong way in line, you're going to get yeah. so, the glove. Mr. Taylor Holmes, what is he known for? Sherlock's dad. <laughs> so he's known for... Jumbo for Provence, mm-hmm. a movie called Quicksand. Uh, Mr. Belvedere goes to something. <laughs> Congress, maybe? Just says goes to sea. And mm. he was King Stefan in Sleeping Beauty. This is Aurora's dad. Okay. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Um. Um, so, a little weird. That was his last role. As... Okay. Yeah. In 1959. I feel like I've seen him in something. Yeah, maybe you have. It's Mr. Belvedere Goes to College, by the way. Uh, there we go. I can see the... Yeah, King Stefan, Sleeping Beauty. 1959, though. Wow. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I said. Why was I not thinking Sleeping Beauty was, like, earlier? I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's got to be in the 70s. No, that was 59. That's, that's old. Well, yeah. All right, me, you, who's first? Um, let's go with you. All right. Uh, so you know you got to bring out, bring out the big businessman guy. Getting a little older now. Yeah, got some gray in his hair. Oh, with John Hamm. Nice. Mainly because I wanted that big, imposing businessman mm-hmm. who then gets taken down by the the blonde lady. Um. Okay. But you know, Mad Men. It's kind of. No, that was the seven. Oh shoot! When was Mad Men? It was the fifties. Was it the fifties? Yeah. Okay. Like the late fifties, going yeah. into the sixties. Yeah. So you know he's already been in that era once and played that kind of high-powered person. True. True. And I like John Hamm. John Hamm's funny guy. 
Chow Han does not do enough. He needs to do more, except for the commercials for Skip the Dishes. You don't think he needs to do more of those? Oh, no, he does, but it's just funny to see him in them. That's, like, all he does now. It's not just for Skip the Dishes. It's for Canadian Skip the Dishes. I know. <laughs> like, it's a very specific Skip the Dishes. <laughs> he keeps acting like he's Canadian. Yeah. You can be Canadian, John Ham. We give you permission. Okay. Who'd you have? Um, I definitely went a little bit different. Oh. Um, a little bit older, very bearded fellow. Jack oh. Black. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to point out I have not picked Jack Black yet for anything. <laughs> Musical month. Um, I went with Hugo Weaving. Good choice. Yeah, like most, most, mostly because recently he has been rocking a very, very gray beard and a very bald head. Hmm. Um, you know, looking his age, which is awesome. Also, he's been in musicals before. I know this character doesn't get to sing, but uh, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like only Lorelai and Dorothy really sing. Yeah. We'll talk about this next week too, but like <laughs> we didn't pick great musicals for this month. But we picked musicals that, that were, were on be... like the greatest musicals list. Like we went to a list online. But it was also gonna be easier for us. Yeah. If only a handful of them sang instead of trying to get the whole cast yeah. to sing. Maybe. If we it's... did Rocky Horror Picture Show, it was gonna be really hard. We should have done Rocky. No, we chose Little Shop of Horrors instead, which was easier because there was only still like four singers. Yeah, that's true. Ah, uh, yeah. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. He's, he's awesome. great. Like, and he's, I like it when he gets to play fun, too. Like, mm. like obviously, Mr. Like Agent Smith was awesome and um, Elrond was good. Awesome what? as well. Megatron? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's like, I also remember him from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Which was mm. just a fun movie, um, you know. So, did you ever see Mortal Engines? No. Play the bad guy. No. Mm. It, everything in my body told me that movie looked bad, and then every crit- critic told me that movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all I remember seeing that the trailer and everything for that movie, and being like, "This movie looks cool." Yeah. But I cannot see them executing this well, and I was it, right. It, it would. <laughs> It was on TV the other day. That's why I brought it up because yeah. I was like watching it again. I'm like, yeah, this movie's got yeah. too much. So, all right, next, Lady Beekman. Lady Beekman, originally played by Norma Varden. What is Norma known for? Everybody's known for '50s movies. We're not gonna know them, <laughs> except for Sleeping Beauty. Oh crap! I got it proved wrong. Yes, you are. Okay. So she is known for this movie, mm-hmm. Strangers on a Train. She was Mrs. Cunningham. Waitress, sorry, witness for the prosecution, and she was Frau Schmidt in The Sound of Music. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so this was the other woman. Wow. She, de- she definitely looks older in this. Yes. Which is weird considering Frau Schmidt was, wait, Frau no. Schmidt must not be the person I'm thinking of. I don't think Frau Schmidt's the Is Frau one. Schmidt the lady, the housekeeper? I think so. Fro, I'm gonna look it up while you. Oh, oh yes, yeah. you're, you're it's done. the housekeeper. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Yes. No. Another no. movie we recasted. So in your face, damn Mr. It. Bernardi. Damn it. Anyway. No, because the Baroness was the other lady. Yes. Yeah. Um. Who do you have? Okay, I picked Julianne Moore. Okay. I like Julianne Moore. 
She's great. She also plays a really fun, like carefree character that is also, but then can also turn on a dime and be mean. (laughs) Like she's really, really good at that. Um, So I just like her, and I picked her for this. Mm, I give you. Like, these people have such small parts it was kind of hard for me to pick these people <laughs> um same with the um I don't have much problem although i did pick two people from one series so yeah, so. yeah. julia moore so <laughs> i i went a little different That's i went a little fine. older i guess i don't, I don't know i think julia moore is older than you think she is i know but maybe maybe not um I went with Imelda Staunton. Uh, you have to explain to me who that is. Uh, you would know her from Harry Potter. Okay. No? You don't know her? She, um, oh, um, Umbridge. Oh, okay. That's all you had to say. I know, and for some reason, the moment I said Harry Potter, I was like, oh no, wait, why don't I know her name? Because um, she was like one of the best cast. She's one of the best villains of all time. Oh yeah, she's great. Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. Um, and she was also in Shakespeare in Love. You remember? She was the nurse. Yes. Because <laughs> I love remembering that movie. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but she is... Jackass. I don't want her to play, like, super mean, but I like her to play, like, this stuck-up woman. Okay. But it is also, like, kind of friendly, because she does share her tiara for a couple minutes. Like, oh, yes, I have this one possession. You can try it on. Yeah, well, she's, like... She doesn't think anything of it at the time. No, and right? that's the thing I want. Like, and I want her just to be this like woman who you know is probably wearing the pants in the relationship. Oh, 100%. And that's what Imelda Staunton can do. And she yeah. is great. She's great in other things I've seen her in, too. Oh, you know, Shakespeare in Love was the top of the pinnacle we've ever done. So, Hey, best picture winner. There we go. Beat out Saving Private Ryan, one of the best films of all time. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways, that's my Lady Beekman. Okay. Gus Gus Edmund Jr., played by Tommy Noonan. I almost said Timothy for some reason. Uh, Tommy Noonan is known for this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Promises, Promises. Uh, A Bundle of Joy. And the 1954 version of A Star is Born. Oh, one of the... With Judy Garland. Several remakes. I think there's like six versions of that film. Yeah. Yeah. So. Who was your nerdy, gawky, might as... If you just give him a nosebleed, he would have been an anime character... Probably did have a nosebleed like, somewhere. There were. Remember the scene where he went to their dressing room and he was like, "Yeah, like it's like, <laughs> like, like we you know we were watching it. I'm like, yeah, just give him a nosebleed, and this guy is straight yeah. up an anime guy watching a girl undress or something. So. Yeah. Um. Yep. So you know, I brought a scars guard into it. Can you guess which one? Bill. Damn it. <laughs> You guessed it right off the well, bat. Well, I'm going to assume it's not the statuesque <laughs> Alexander. guys who play, like, Tarzan. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's going to be the weirdo who played Pennywise. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård. You should have picked his dad for his dad. I, I thought on. that was too much on the nose. Because <laughs> I did have Gus first before I picked um, Esmond Sr., 
and I did think of going for like Skarsgård pairing, but I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'll go John Hamm instead. <laughs> it's just too much, too much Skarsgård in one movie. Well, I, um, I will tell you that I looked for a while to find an Australian, <laughs> you know, in the same age range as my my female characters, but yeah. you know, other than. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. There wasn't really, and I didn't want to pick him. Well, Liam. Could I, go for the lesser. I didn't, didn't want to pick the lesser of the Hemsworths. Skarsgård. <laughs> no, Bill's great. Oh, Bill. Yeah. And yes, he, unfortunately, it was more because of the nerdy look to him. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, yes, he was Pennywise, and that was, that was the big, uh, his big role recently. Yeah. He's been in other things, of course. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I think just the nerdiness look to him helps play it up. So, yes. Skarsgård. And it's fun to say Skarsgård. It is fun to say Skarsgård. Who'd you have? Um, I had... Matt Smith. Oddly enough, not because of that story I said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, actually, I had this conversation with Danielle after Morbius came out. We oh. never saw it because no. it apparently was, it's just not looked great. terrible. But Matt Smith is the bad guy in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with her, and I'm like, I don't have. You, did you watch any of the Doctor Who's? Yeah. Okay, so if you're going to rate all the modern Doctor Who's from Eccleston to Whitaker. Mm hmm. Uh, from serious to least serious, where would Matt Smith fall on that spectrum? Matt Smith. He'd be the lowest, right? He'd be the least serious of all of those. Between Tennant and... I think like, Tennant be would be... between him and Tennant, but Eccleston was definitely not definitely more serious. Eccleston was serious. Capaldi was way serious. He was serious. I so haven't seen Jody. Whitaker is definitely serious-er. She looks silly, but I, she's not. I would say, and this is how they always brought it up. I would say Tenant is Tenant is the clown who you don't want to piss off. Yes. Smith was the guy you think you don't want to piss off, but is really a clown. Yeah, he's he's like the clown that has the dark past that he doesn't yeah. want to talk about. But that's what I was trying to get at is like he was always a super silly doctor mm-hmm. and a super fun doctor, yet every movie that they cast him in since then he is the super serious dude mm-hmm. and it never works as much as I like him. All the movies he's in, except like, uh, he did, he did well in crown yeah. where he played, uh, Prince Philip. Hell, Philip. Yeah. But like super serious, he was super serious as the, in Terminator Genesis, which was terrible. Um, I'm not looking forward to him being in house of dragons because of how serious he has to be. Right? Um, so I wanted to, he pick was good a- in last night in Soho. Yes, but he was sinister in that. He was that's a little bit different. Sinister um, shit. But yes, but that's Sorry. also Edgar Wright. I yeah. trust Edgar Wright with lots of stuff. Um, I don't remember him in Prides and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah, he was Parson Collins. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I wanted this to be more of his silly side mm-hmm. because this character is inherently silly. So I like how going back through his filmography once you hit the doc like the last thing he did as the doctor mm-hmm. it's just doctor who for like the next 30 things yeah and yeah yeah hopefully one day he'll come back 
I'm still still rooting for that. All doctors. All doctor special where it's just every single one of them. They they finally get their shit together with Eccleston and every living doctor comes back. And I thought I heard thing. somewhere when they did the like they the, tried and but I thought Eccleston was for it. He was. He tried. They never even reached out to him. Oh. But he also was one of the only doctors to have ever been let go. Hmm. So. Whatever. Yeah. Not the only. I think um, one of the, I think number six, whose name I can't remember. Tom Baker. He was let go. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't Tom. Tom. Everyone loves Tom. Yeah, yeah. that's why I um, can't think of all of them. I think it might have been the one after Tom. No. Yeah. But anyway, Matt Smith. John Hurt. Have? John Hurt was let go. Oh, you had somebody already. Yeah, I had. I had Skarsgård. 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 Okay, now we're going for Piggy. So Francis Beekman, i.e. Piggy. Because he's a piggy bank. Do you think that's why they called him that? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was just mean. <laughs> but he embraced it. But he did. Yeah. So this was Charles Coburn, mm-hmm. um, who is known for this movie, um, The More the Merrier, Monkey Business, and Heaven Can Wait. Is Monkey Business the one? Never mind. No. I'm thinking Monkey Bones. <laughs> monkey Bones? Like, why, why would he have been in that? No, but Monkey Business also has Marilyn in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. It does. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, I wonder if he's related to uh, James Coburn. Oh, that's a good question. Let's see if it says in his thing. Personal details. They had a child. <laughs> Winfrey. Family. No. Spouse. Oh, no, he had no. two spouses. No, he did not. Okay. Trademark wearing a monocle. Ooh. <laughs> he's the Monopoly guy. <laughs> he is the Monopoly guy. Okay. I guess it's my go, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so I know, I know he's not the ninety-year-old-looking Charles Coburn, but again, age is a relative thing when it comes to people. Did you go with Tennant? <laughs> no. Okay. That would be very different. He's only in his late mid to late fifties. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not old enough. No, I went with Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley Tucci. Everyone loves Stanley Tucci. <laughs> and I think him flirting with this clearly younger woman mm-hmm. would be funny. And I think he can play it off as funny instead of creepy and weird because he's Stanley Tucci. It was not a very good movie, but did you ever see Easy A? No. He has one amazing line in that movie because his he plays Emma Stone's mm-hmm. dad. Right, and their son is a little black boy who's clearly oh. adopted. Yes, <laughs> I, I've he, seen. And the boy goes, you know, when I was adopted, and Stanley Tucci slams the door and goes, "Who told you?" And it's just so well delivered because <laughs> it's very clear mm-hmm. that he was adopted. Yeah. <laughs> like he is, and just even seeing him in the terrible Transformers movies, he is good in those. Like, he was great in The Devil Wars Prada, and, like, he's just an all-around very funny man, and I love seeing when he pops out, pops in on things, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Piggy doesn't have a giant role, like, none of the, nobody does. Everyone just kind of flies through these girls' lives, yeah. except for, what's his name? Ernie. Yeah, uh, so. Gus. Yeah. Well, even Gus flies through their lives. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Like, a... he's not on the boat. No. Right. Which is another thing was super weird. 
Okay, if pa- pa- people who are not passengers on the boat, please leave. You are not allowed to do that. <laughs> Was it also not kind of weird that... How did you get sued security? <laughs> is it also not kind of weird that they go on the boat and then both Gus and Esmond fly? Oh, we're Flying gonna go. was maybe a little more expensive? Or they but, wanted to take the boat? Because I know. they're yeah, I know. boat people? We're boat people. It's a vacation. Okay. I had... So, I went different. You went funny. You, know, you, you went don't funny. have to say that. I went different. I always <laughs> go different. Um, I went Timothy Spall. Spall? Spall? Spall. Why do I know who that is? Again, Wormtail? yes. Wormtail. Okay. Wormtail. From uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Beetle from Sweeney Todd. Because he's... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I forgot he was in that. He was in a musical. There we go. Now, that was a real musical. That was. Um, But that's not 10 years old yet. No. (laughs) No, no. It might be. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Um, But kind of with the worm tail, like, I wanted this guy that was, again, like, his wife, clearly, he's scared of her. But Mm. he's also this, like, money guy and... No, he wants to flirt with the younger, younger ladies, and I, I wanted like just his stature because he's a shorter guy. What? It was two thousand and seven. Yeah, no, it's over ten years, man. That's that's like, yeah, oh, it's fifteen years old. <laughs> um, and yeah, he can play kind of this like sleazy businessman really yeah. well. So Timothy Spall, yeah, he was always, and great. He was great as as Wormtail. Yeah. Sorry, I know I got Wormton Wormtail screwed up because you know, there's no way they weren't ripoffs of each other. There always are. Everything is. <laughs> Everything is a ripoff of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and Lord of the Rings was a ripoff of the Fairy King. So there we go. No, Fairy Queen. It was just rip, it was just a ripoff of mythology in general. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't hide that. No, no. no. That's the thing. Is none of them really hide any. JK tried. Oh, yeah. But she's also a terrible human being. <laughs> so. Fantastic. Beasts suck. First movie was okay. Okay. We didn't need Dumbledore's backstory. <laughs> I wanted... I wanted Fantastic Beasts. I wanted Hagrid's backstory. <laughs> that would have been a far better one. Come on. Hagrid and Newt together would have been awesome. Oh, they would have... It would have been the time of their life. Yeah. Anyway. Who's next? Elliot Reed? Ernie Malone? Oh, it's like, who's Elliot? <laughs> yes, Ernie Malone. <laughs> the detective. The detective. The, per- the, the private the private invest- detective. Private investigator. Okay, he is known for Gentleman for Her Belongs. Oh. Uh, inherit the Wind. Vicky. I inherited the wind. Move over, darling. He was Dr. Herman Schmidt in that. Oh. His last role was in 1995. Because he died in 2013. Hmm. He was on an episode of Seinfeld. At 93. Yeah. Dude. Good job. Made a living. You should probably do that for people who are dead. Be like, you know. (laughs) Good job. Yeah. You survived. 93 is nothing to shake a fist at. That's pretty good. I'd shake a fist at it. Goddamn 93 couldn't make it to 94. Who's your Ernie Malone? You know, you gotta have a pretty boy. You have a good looking guy. I have a very different person. (laughs) You gotta have Chris Evans. Oh Jesus! <laughs> what? You don't think he's uh he's got the pretty boy? He totally does. Yeah, you know, can 
where where kind of the give him a cardigan give him a cardigan you know he's opening his little a white cable knit sweater yeah you know what i'm talking about right yes okay. <laughs> chris evans is a great actor he is um sad we don't have him in marvel as much anymore but again move on yeah um, and I, I still think he'll come back for something. Probably. Eventually, they'll get everyone to come back for something. Battle except, World or something. Except for Tony Stark, which will be Tom Cruise now. No, they'll get him to back. Um, but I think having having him in this role of, you know, he's acting like he has money around them to kind of like draw them in, mm-hmm. but it is just like this Doesn't investigator. He, no. But he also thinks the... Jane is Lorelai. Lorelai. Sorry. Lorelai. Right? At first. Do you think that's a... Do you think he was wrong or do you think he was told different? No. I just think he, he made a... Because, like, I don't know how you'd, you'd screw that up. Yeah. Okay, so there's two girls. One of them is of a voluptuous blonde and the other uh, one is of a voluptuous brunette. Go after the blonde. Okay. <laughs> this would be so much easier if I wasn't colorblind. <laughs> One is dark and one is light. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm completely blind. Find the two most amazingly good-looking women on the ship and pick one. <laughs> you have a 50-50 chance yeah. of getting it right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Plus, Chris Evans just does a good job in other things. Mm-hmm. Knives Out. So yeah. good. So, so good. good. Can't wait for the second one. Yeah. Um... You were saying it a bunch, but I went very different. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, know. We know I you know. went different. <laughs> I walked into that one on purpose. <laughs> um, so I didn't like the fact that he was an American. Oh. Mostly because they're going to Europe. I wanted someone who was from Europe. They're going to Europe from America. No, I know. Anyway, <laughs> I picked a British man. Um, I picked Rahu Kohli. Um, you don't know who he is. We've picked him before. You should look him up eventually. Um, Rahul. Yes. R-A-H-U-L. But I've really hmm. enjoyed his acting over the years. His, in Supergirl? Yeah, he was good in that. But it was more of Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass? Um, the Rocketeer? Nope. No, he was in the kids' show of The Rocketeer okay, on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> He was also Scarecrow in Harley Quinn. Yes, he was. Yeah, he. Uh, I. I really enjoy his brand of charming. Mm-hmm. And since this guy was supposed to be charming, mm-hmm. and you know, he was male Tex on Red versus Blue. Cool. Did you? Ever, you never watched Red versus Blue, did you? I, I know of it, but no, I never yeah. watched it. Red versus Blue was good. Yeah. Like he's the least famous person on my list but mm. I think I think he is a good enough actor to be up with all the people I've already chosen um, like um, Bly Manor the role he played in Bly Manor which was the role he played before uh, Midnight Mass um, was so so good yeah um, well, on somebody else and he's going to be in the House of Usher Next, next year, I think. Year before, no year after that. 
Oh, the haunting of Bly Manor. I was yeah. like, why didn't I see Bly Manor? Oh, on sorry, there? I forgot it was called the haunting of Bly it's Manor. The haunting. We of... just called it Bly Manor. Oh, yeah. that's what we do here at Recast. It. Fun, funny thing about that show. No. If you if you ever watch it, the little girl in that, hmm? the voice of Peppa Pig. Oh. The little creepy girl, voice of Peppa Pig. <laughs> they're they're horror shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I know. Anyway. Yes. All right. Okay. Dorothy. Dorothy. Jane Russell. Yes. Let's see what Jane is known for. Um, stuff and things. <gasps> stuff and things. Do you know that? She's known for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also known for His Kind of Woman. His Kind of Woman. Uh, Double Dynamite, which <laughs> looks like a Marx Brothers movie. It's Groucho Marx, Jane and Russell, Frank and, and Frank Sinatra. Ooh, we should watch that movie. Oh, that'll <laughs> be an interesting one. Macau. Macau. Robert Mitchum. Jane Russell, William Bendix. So, I... It looks like she was in a lot of uh, westerns for a while. Yeah. Died in 2011. 89. 89. Good for Good. her. Good for her. She was in a Clark Gable movie, The Tall Man. Yeah. And... Wow, there were pictures of her when she was older. She apparently, was still a good-looking woman. Apparently, she was in Gentleman's Merry Brunettes. Is in 1955. I don't know if that was the sequel or not. What character is she playing? <laughs> Bonnie Jones. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny because I was looking. It's like Howard Hughes. I think it says with Jane Russell in Underwater. Yeah. That's, that's literally skin diver action. Skin diver action. It's the tag on the top. God, these posters are... <sighs> I need to find these posters. These are stupid. Okay. Two scuba divers find a shipwreck which may contain undiscovered treasure. However, their attempt to, sa to salvage it is threatened by scavengers. You know what? Might have to watch this movie one day. <laughs> okay. It's you. It's me. Um, I went a little different. I picked uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Great singer. Mm -hmm. Very, very good looking woman. Mm -hmm. um, I've always believed that she has kind of that old world Hollywood look to her. Yeah. Um, when we were watching the movie, I, I, I thought like 10, 15 years ago, Kate Beckinsale would play this part perfectly because other than being a little shorter, yeah, looks so much like her. Um, but yeah. Hmm. And Hathaway. And Hathaway. I'm, I've got nothing wrong to yeah. say about it. So, who did you have? I want another A. Anne Murray. Anne Murray. <laughs> Canadian great Anne Murray. <laughs> oh, God. This would make this movie way different. I want Anna Kendrick. What? No. Not Anne Murray. <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Isn't this the second Anna Kendrick you used this week, this month? No. Did, was it, who when used did, Anna Kendrick then? I think... Uh, oh, was it Danielle? Danielle. Last time I used Anna Kendrick, uh, was no. a while ago. Okay, she's not even in my list for this, and this goes all the way back to last season, okay, episode okay. seventeen. So I haven't used her in a while, but I think she was used last week for somebody. Yeah. So go listen to that episode and tell us who it was. <laughs> tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet tweet at us, you dumb idiots! It was this. <laughs> How do you not know your own show? Oh, but she, uh, yeah, and she can sing. 
Mm-hmm. We all know that pitch perfect. Um, and I, I, it was, I can't speak very well. It was her attitude that she kind of has. Like she kind of has that like I don't care attitude. Yeah. I almost picked her counterpart from that movie. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld. But I think you're too young. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Anna Kendrick's a little older though. No, I know. And yeah, I think she would do what Jane Russell did really well. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know like... how she'll compare to my Lorelai though, but we'll see. Well, um, the thing mm-hmm. is, like, like I know these these women are were probably supposed to be early twenties. Yeah. Just because that was the attractive thing back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the experience and stuff that they would need to have, they would be late early 30s type of thing mm, yeah so just they're from little rock okay yeah <laughs> arkansas uh, arkansas. Yeah. arkansas okay <sighs> we talked a lot about maryland already what no we haven't <laughs> god maryland's beautiful yes it's it's disturbing how good looking that woman is in my opinion like even to this day like it's yeah like if this if this person walked out on screens today, she'd still be considered one of the most attractive women on the planet, mm-hmm. and it's insane. So though she would not be able to act the way, you know, no. so just because like it's a very slower way of acting back then. Mm-hmm. Like, like imagine her trying to deliver like Aaron Sorkin dialogue. <laughs> like it just it, would, it wouldn't work. <laughs> um. It's fine. So, we'll dub. We'll dub her voice. <laughs> we'll dub her voice. She was. Uh, she died in '62, August 5th, as we said, '62. So not not, not so great. Not, not so great for her. No. Yeah. Um, All right. Lorelai Lee uh, died of a barbiturate overdose late in the evening on Saturday, August 4th. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know the date, but I knew what she went with. Yep. Again, very sad. I'm gonna sneeze. Don't don't sneeze into the mic. <laughs> this I I don't know. I struggled. I struggled because it's like, again, I mean, no matter who you put, somebody's gonna compare them to Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. So for me, I went. I need a singer. I need a. Yeah, I need somebody that can sing really well. Um. And who's proven to be a good actress, at least, because she's acted before. Miley Cyrus. Get out. <laughs> um, and I wanted somebody that you would, you know, kind of had that persona of playing one part, but is, again, super intelligent. And, man, now I wish I actually had a real name. But I went with Lady Gaga. And whose name I cannot actually know, remember what her actual name is. And I do apologize. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Chaim Fieldstein. Stephanie. Why could I not remember <laughs> that? Um, Stephanie what? Joanne Angelina Germanata? Germanata? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Let's stick with Lady Gaga. Okay. Because one, I do think she is very attractive when, like, without all the costume and everything. Not as not a Marilyn. That's fine. I I completely disagree with you, but to each their own. <laughs> but I think when she 
dolls herself up too for like her performances like a star talking about a star is born mm-hmm. the seventh iteration of it <laughs> the 25th iteration yeah. of a star is born but she was she was great in that and she is an amazing singer never saw it no yeah um she is an amazing singer i still remember i don't remember if it was the grammys or the oscars where they were like okay lady gaga is gonna come out and sing um oh what was it it was like something from a disney movie or something like that hmm. no it was um sound of music um something right. from the sound yep. of music and then like or you know we're watching like oh this is gonna be terrible and then she comes out and like sings it perfectly like julie andrews did and you're like holy shit yeah (laughs) where did this come from (laughs) because that was when she was just dropping the persona before that she was only lady gaga and then after that she kind of like occasionally dropped a persona to be somebody else like her her and tony bennett did yeah yeah. like like... i think that was a big help for that because um she really needed to take care of him and then you see it again i don't know if you watch the oscars this year but she presented best picture i think with Liza Minnelli hmm. and she was not there and like you could tell that she was the only reason Liza was able to do anything that she was able to do was because hmm. Gaga was there next to her you know coaching her along and being very very supportive yeah. so so yes yeah. Lady Gaga cool who do you have so I have some very recency rec- recency bias yeah that's right um I picked Tessa Thompson. What? I'm trying to think of Valkyrie. No, I know. Yeah. I haven't heard her sing though. She has a number of songs on the Creed soundtrack. And they are very good. Mm. But it's more of just how amazing she looks in that suit in the Thor Ragnarok trailer. <laughs> um the two seconds you see her, and you're like, damn, she's rocking the suit. Yes. <laughs> but she also looks like she's really annoyed at everybody. Yeah. Um, Thor's out there partying, <laughs> and she's stuck ruling New Asgard. Yeah. But, like, I, she's also, every time I've seen her in something, she's been amazing. Um, and, yeah, as I said, like, I, I did have to look her up, see if she actually could sing, and she can. She can sing very well. You should mm-hmm. look the songs up. Um, they're quite, quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... Again, I didn't want to recast Marilyn. So I went with someone who was not Marilyn. True. Um, I went with someone who was equally attractive on her own and could totally pull off the looks and everything like that. And, you know, so. Is she going to be blonde? She would have to be, because gentlemen were blonde. <laughs> I was just or gonna... you could just be weird about it and just not have a blonde person in the movie. I just... That's my only right. criticism of that is like she'd have to be blonde because the whole otherwise you have to change the title. Yeah, but I also have to change the court scene where Anne Hathaway plays her. Yeah, that'd be funny though. <laughs> I'd like to see it. So I don't know Anna Kendrick trying to play Lady Gaga. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see Actually, this. You know how funny that would be. <laughs> but I think that's kind of the joke, yeah, yeah. right? I know. Like like, and they played it off as a oh joke, yeah. So. Well, because none of the French people knew. No, they don't know. They don't know her. And even the insurance guy's like, we can't see. <laughs> what? I'm like, how are you an insurance guy? Don't you need to see stuff? You need to see things up close. He doesn't need things too no. far away. But... That looks like the tiara. Yep. <laughs> we just gave him a plastic one. Well, yeah. Like, 
I also just recently rewatched Thor Ragnarok because I'm mm. rewatching all of them. I and rewatch she, Thor Ragnarok like once a month, and she is remarkably amazing in that. So I feel like I know you. Yeah, I feel like it too. Yeah. Um, it's 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 stuff like that that I want because like as you said like this character has to be not two faced but two sided mm-hmm. right it has to be the hides hides the true intentions the, yeah but exactly so not so. maliciously it's just yeah. that's how they get it by well kind of maliciously but not harmfully it's just money hmm. these 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 men can always make that money back is she going with an American accent I don't care okay fine whatever. <laughs> Okay. Right. Wow. Well, Later. that was uh, gentlemen for blondes. Gentlemen for blondes. Do we? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I know what you prefer. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> you guys bug the shit out of me about it now. Nothing wrong with redheads. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with redheads. So. Well, um, that's that's our episode. It's been I'll fun. <laughs> Where can they find us, Hassa? Uh, you guys can find us on Twitter. You can find us on um, Facebook. Uh, find us on any podcast uh, service that you can think of. We should be there. Um, please, 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 if you are listening to this and you're not an immediate family member <laughs> or friend, please reach out. We want to hear from you. Even if you think, like, I listened to an episode and you guys kind of suck. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Because one person has been hammering me for us to do a movie. Somebody from work? Yeah. <laughs> he really wants us to do Battleship. Uh, you know exactly who it is now. I do. <laughs> so one day, <laughs> we'll get there. Maybe we'll do movies based on board games. Hungry Hungry Hippos? It's not a movie yet. Well, it could be. We did Clue, though. Ah, shoot. <laughs> Running out. <laughs> what else is there? Uh, we'll come back to it. <laughs> trouble <laughs> i think there was <laughs> i don't know okay whatever okay uh where can they find you uh find me on etsy at the connect comic guy store as well as on instagram under the same tag okay one day oh shoot i got an order i gotta send out okay we're good <laughs> okay um that that's oh man i almost said almost said next week's movie that wraps it up for today doesn't it that that finishes it up for today we have one movie left so from all of us here at recasted go watch cabaret